I am too busy. Cut it. Everyone's busy. I have bad days. I have days where I don't feel successful. I just get up and work. It takes everyone work to get somewhere. It's time to get loud. Welcome back to Loud Talk with Lavi, a podcast where we break down the walls of beauty standards one flaw at a time. And today I am doing a solo episode. I feel like I haven't done a solo episode in a minute, but I'm really excited about this one. I want to jump right into this podcast because this is a topic I'm really passionate about actually, but I never talk about it on social media. I keep my socials pretty like beauty focused and sometimes I sprinkle in a little bit of like my life outside of the beauty space and my work and everything but I really just want to talk about the tips and tricks that I have kind of come across in life and in my 21 years of wisdom in terms of maximizing your productivity how to get shit done how to run a business how to be able to learn effective time management skills and be able to do every single thing that you want to do And really just learn that you have way more time than you think you have to get shit done. And that's really the focus of this podcast. I'm going to give you all of the things that I have learned now. I'm not saying this will work for everyone, but this is just how I am able to balance so many things. And that is probably the number one question I get asked whenever I do bring up work or what I do on a daily basis. People always ask me, how the fuck do you do it? How do you manage all of this and aren't going crazy and um just to give you a brief rundown of my current schedule right now um actually you know what let's back it up so growing up as a kid i was always extremely busy no matter what so we actually came to canada in 2005 from romania me and my family and ever since then my parents put me and my younger brother who is two years younger than me he's 19 into a million and one sports and activities and all of that fun stuff and it was like every single day of the week we had something different going on i i like remember it so vividly like mondays it was um i think art class tuesdays was like skating wednesdays was like swimming um and then thursdays we had like music class or whatever it was and it was literally every single day so we'd go to school after school it was straight to activities then home to do homework and then bed and it was just like we were always on the go never just like had like downtime i guess and then when we were home me and my brother well I feel like this mostly stemmed from me. I was constantly working on a project. My parents always said, like, how do you become so bored with everything you do? Because constantly my brain was like, like always running on ideas. And I would say that I'm still that person today. I always have a million and one ideas and want to fulfill all of them. And it's it's a good and a bad thing. Sometimes it's, I think, a great thing because it's allowed me to you know, work on so many things at the same time and always continuously have that creative mindset to like know what I want to do next. But also I'm like, keep adding stuff onto my plate and then I'm like sitting here like, I need a clone, you know? So that was kind of my childhood growing up. It kind of taught me that, you know, being busy is just the norm. Having a million things scheduled in a day was completely normal to me, especially because between like me and my brother's schedules, like on a weekend, it was back to back booked every single like to the hour. Our calendar, I remember it on the fridge, our calendar, you could not even see anything, like only we could understand it. And at that point, my mom would like color code sections. It'd be like one highlight line, you know, 
this thick meant you have piano for an hour this time and it was just like the calendar had no white space on it so that's just how I grew up and that definitely went into my later years um I kind of jumped around between interests in high school and all of that and at 14 years old is actually when I started social media on YouTube and that was just like another hobby but I really took it seriously and I think one thing about me is yes I have a million ideas but if it's something I'm really passionate about I will put everything into it and take it really really seriously I remember telling my parents like listen we're going on a one-week vacation mind you I had like maybe 500 subscribers at the time on YouTube I'm like I need to pre-film five videos for this one-week vacation because I cannot let my followers go without a video. So I took it very seriously and I think that's what made me stick to social media for such a long time. But I'm kind of giving you guys, you know, this information and kind of a background on me for your reference on how I'm going to approach all of these tips that I'm giving you in today's podcast um, because I think it's important to kind of know where I came from and why I kind of have learned these things over the years. But going from there, you know, I went into high school and the main things I was doing was social media, school. I was always like very academic kid, always made sure I was doing well in school. Um, It was a very important part of my life and I took like all the AP courses. I actually never had a spare in high school. I had a full course load and then I actually was part of the cosmetology apprenticeship program which ran all year round and then we had clients after school and that also taught me a great sense of time management because I'd be in school like regular classes from like eight to four or whatever it was and then I'd have clients some days until like 7 30 8 30 p.m and then after that I'd have to go home do my homework and um film so already I had a very small chunk of time that was like my time to do other work as well as still have time for me still have time for friends family um relationships all of that and I learned very quickly that okay I need to block this time off and make sure that I'm still getting my stuff that needs to be done even though I don't have that much time. So it taught me efficiency and also using every second of spare time I had possible. Um, I was also working like a retail job at the time. I was working at Banana Republic and I remember on my breaks there, like literally on my 15 minute breaks, I would be whipping out school projects and writing papers. I'd be doing math assignments. I'd be editing videos on you know my way to school if I took transit same thing I'd be trying to like get some stuff done I remember reading textbooks on the bus and stuff and this you know went right into university as well I am still in university right now I'm just taking a year to do an internship so I'm currently working like a nine to five job right now but I do study chemical engineering and business in school I'm doing a dual degree and right off the bat that is a more intense program in terms of the workload the classes you have to take and just it taking more time so it's a five-year program but I take 12 to 13 courses a year to be able to finish in five years and right now I'm on internships so let's kind of go through what my life looks like right now being 21 I do content full-time now more than ever. I've never done this much content work in my whole life. And of course, now that I have not only like YouTube, I also do TikTok and Instagram. I added Instagram onto my plate in September and I've been loving it. But of course, I was like, let's add a podcast. Why not? But in my mind, I needed another thing that was like the fun thing. You know what I mean? Does that make sense to anyone? Like, I hope other people, like, I hope other people who are like in the same mindset as me can like relate to this. But when everything starts to feel like work, and I'm not saying every single video I post is like work, but I needed a new 
creative outlet that was like start from the ground up you know I, I'm always like that I'm just like I need something else and this was something that kind of came up and I was like you know what I think I really want to do a podcast so we started with this and so I'm doing that right now that's kind of in that content creator bundle as well and it's definitely added a lot to my workload because it takes a long time to produce these podcasts and we do post once a week because I do want to stay consistent with that so it's definitely taken a good chunk of my time out but Aside from that, I do work a nine to five job. I'm currently a project engineer and I'll be doing that internship for the next few months here and then going back to school um, starting in September full time. And right now I am taking a class in the evenings, one of my business courses, just to, you know, get another class out of the way. But it's definitely busy. And then on top of that, I am currently working on my own brand right now. I'm working on releasing a skincare brand, a little spoiler for you podcast listeners because I know you guys are my biggest fans um, and I love you all so much but that's kind of just a background on me and what I do and obviously it sounds like a lot it is a lot and as I said the number one question I get is how do you manage all that how are you not going crazy how is your stress levels all of that and obviously I do get stressed I get stressed a lot and I'd say you know I always joke around saying like you know what I think I run off stress like I think I really am at my best when I'm stressed and as much as I joke around about that I think in a way it's true because if I know I have a lot going on I won't waste time as much and I'll actually get things done a lot faster and I won't procrastinate as much of course things still you know get dropped off I'm human things you know fall lower down on the priority list and all of that but typically like when it comes to content creating for example the second I get a product sent to me that needs to be like ad I start working on that right away even though let's say that ad is due like two months from now I try to get it done as fast as I can because I know things are going to come up later on so it's like if I can do this now then I won't have to worry about it in the future and I'm not saying I always do that perfectly there's always times where things are you know being done last minute and all that but I think it's a really important first thing to just try and get things done when they are given to you and not to delay them too much because you never know what's coming up next week the first okay so I know that was a long rant on why I'm talking about this today and kind of the background of my life but first thing I want to talk about that I don't think a lot of people realize when it comes to productivity and being able to do more is that a lot of people don't realize they have more time than they think they do for example how many of you go to work in the morning and once you come home from work after your nine to five is done that is your day your day consists of going to work in the morning and coming home in the evening and that is your day and then you're ready for the next day in the morning and that works great for a lot of people i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that please do not take this the wrong way what i'm saying is this is for the people who are like you know what i want to do more i just don't know how to find the time So if you are currently structuring your day and in your mind, your day is I wake up in the morning, I go to work, I come home, that's my day, okay? 5 p.m. hits, my day is done, we wait till the next day to do something. If that is your mindset currently and you want to be able to do more, you're going to have to turn that mindset around. I'll tell you how I view my day. I view my day as I wake up in the morning, I have to go to work for eight, nine hours, that time is blocked off. But I am thinking about, okay, what am I going to do when my day 
starts, which is to me, my day really starts after 4.30, 5 p.m. And it's because I really need that evening time to be able to work on my other projects and to be able to do other stuff. So yes, I go to work from let's say seven to four or eight to five, whatever it is. And then I come home and boom, it's like a second day within the day, if that makes sense. My second day starts at 4 p.m., 5 p.m. And that is when I am looking at, okay, what do I have to do in today's second day? I hope this is like not super confusing because it's like a like loop, but then I really think about, okay, I have an ad due tomorrow, okay? I need to film that ad. How long is that going to take me? Maybe an hour. Okay, I'm going to get home, you know, maybe take like a some time to like refresh, eat all of that, and then I'm going to get started on this ad. After I'm done that ad, that's going to take me an hour. What's next on the do list? Okay, I need to do a bit of schoolwork. Okay, I'm going to study for one hour, and then I actually have not much else to do tonight. So I'm going to call up some friends. I'm going to call up my boyfriend. I'm going to call up my family, whatever it is that I want to do that night to still have some of that freedom of socializing and, you know, just relaxing and getting off my phone and not focusing on work for a few hours. And then I know I want to be in bed by like latest 10 p.m. because I know I'm going to have to wake up early for work the next day. So I think that first step is changing your mindset from, okay, I have this one thing to do today and my day consists of this to really seeing that I have this amount of hours in the day. Okay, how long is X, Y, and Z going to take me and how can I structure that into my day? If your day doesn't have enough time for this extra task you want to do, all right, how does that task fit into tomorrow's day? And so on and so forth. And you can carry things over. You don't have to do everything and finish everything in one day. There's only so many hours, but you do have more time than you think. I truly believe that. And I'm very passionate about this because I think once you start realizing that, you're going to realize that you can fit a lot more into your day. And the second thing I want to talk about that has to be a mentality switch is actually dropping a word out of your vocabulary. If you feel like you don't have enough time to complete the things you need to do, and if you feel like I want to be able to, you know, go to the gym, I want to be able to start a business, I want to be able to put more time into my side hustle, but I just don't have time, I am too busy, cut it. Remove the word busy from your vocabulary, please. Nothing, I think that's one of my biggest pet peeves is when I hear people say they're busy. And you always ask people, hey, how's it going? I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. Sometimes I've used that too because I would say I'm a very busy person, but I I am trying a lot, especially this year. I am trying a lot to remove that word as much as I can from my vocabulary and just say, you know what? I'm good. I'm a little stressed right now because I have a lot going on like with school. I have a final this week. I have a bunch of ads due. I've been traveling. So it's just been a little crazy, but I'm making it work and it will all be good and I'm figuring it out. Remove the word busy. Everyone's busy. Everybody you ask is busy and every single day you're going to just get busier. I think as you grow up, you are just going to get busier as you keep going down um, through life. And think about like if you are in your 20s now, think about how your friendships have changed and how easy it was to hang out with people in like high school or whatever when you let's say had less stuff going on and now if you have jobs or, you know, families or whatever, try to make a plan with a friend. No, probably you might see them for dinner three months down the line. So it's definitely hard. And a lot of people, I hear them just say, I'm just too busy. And I think the mental switch needs to happen from going, I'm just too busy to, 
you know what? This thing is not a priority for me right now. Have that switch. Stop saying I'm too busy to do X and say instead, X is not a priority for me right now because I want to be putting my energy into something else. And if X item is a priority for you, trust me, you will make time for it. It it goes the same with work, school, relationships. You know how people always say, oh, like, if someone values their time, they will make time for you if you are a priority. And that is just the fact with anything in life, in my opinion. It truly is. And I think more people need to start realizing that, that you have to decide what you are too busy for, too busy for, and what you are prioritizing. So that kind of moves into my next thing is how are you prioritizing your everyday responsibilities? I think you really need to think about that and write it down. Make a list. What are your top priorities? What do you see yourself still doing five years from now? What relationships do you still see yourself having five years from now? What friendships do you see yourself having five years from now? Where do you see your career? Where do you see your education? Where do you see your personal goals as a person five, ten years from now? I would say look at a year, look at five years, look at 10 years and just kind of look at them and be like, okay, what should I be focusing my energy on? And have those goals in mind, whether it's your career, family, relationship, personal goals, but also be flexible and realize that they might not work out exactly how you plan them. You can't plan life like that. But I think just having an idea of like, okay, this is where I want to be. This is where I'd like to be. Okay, now look at your life and see what can I cut out that is actually not helping me get to where I want to be in five years from now? And I think that that's super important um, because you're not going to be able to keep on everything. And let's say for me, like I, I worked a retail job all throughout high school. Once I got into university and started getting more into content creating, I had to quit that job. Did I enjoy that job? Sure. But was it a huge priority for me? And did I see myself working there in the future of my career? No. So instead, I could use that time and invest it into my content creating, into my school, into my education that would actually help me in the future. So I know it might be hard at first to think like, okay, what do I need in this moment? And some things might be short term, right? You might be working somewhere to get some cash and to be paying the bills for a short amount of time. And you know that that's not something you're actually going to pursue later on. That's fine. But if there are some things that you're holding on to right now, purely out of comfort, that are not like helpful to you in the long term, I would just reevaluate those things. And that goes with relationships as well um, because they actually play a huge role on your productivity too. Okay, next thing I want to talk about is find the gaps in your schedule. And again, this might not work for everyone because some people I know, like if they have one thing scheduled that day, they are busy for the whole day because they need like an hour before to prep they need like some time after to debrief they can't like schedule things back to back to back so i know this is not going to work for everyone but for the people that do want to maximize their productivity a bit more and fill in those gaps in their life this is where you're going to find out that you do have a lot more time than you actually think you do so let me give you some examples of and hopefully this help you maybe realize am I wasting my time sometimes of the day? And of course, we all do it, right? We all do it. I'm not perfect. There are times I catch myself scrolling on TikTok or doing whatever, and I'm like, man, I just wasted some time that I could have really used to work. But at least being aware of that and knowing that, then you can, you know, use those times when you're in dire need of like, I just need 30 more minutes of work, and you can find it. I promise you can find it. So find these gaps. 
for myself, um, when I was in university, I had an hour train ride to school and from school um, from home. So I could have easily sat on the train and scrolled on TikTok or scrolled on my phone or just closed my eyes and rested um, every single day for two hours a day because that was my commute. Instead, what I found myself doing a lot of times was editing. I would actually edit all my YouTube videos on the train. I would edit all my TikToks. Um, I would catch up on um, a reading from school. Or if I had an exam that day, I would do like that last minute review on the train. Some days though, what my body needed was a little more rest or just like some time to do nothing on some days. So on those days, I would put in some music, headphones in, and just sit back and relax, and I'd have that hour of just, like, relaxation. So it's not like I work myself, you know, to the grave every single day of just, like, there is not one minute that I take to relax. But in the grand scheme of things, I used more of that time to actually be productive on the train rather than doing, let's say, quote-unquote, nothing on the train. So I found those gaps. Now I take a 15-minute bus to work and same thing I actually edit on the bus I do emails on the bus and even though it's 15 minutes it is 15 minutes that I can actually use to do work off of my phone and I know that that's not for everyone um, I know not everyone has the ability to always work off their phone so I know that's not an option for everyone but just finding ways and this is going to be customizable to you but finding ways that you can actually work in times that you think that you couldn't I recently have been having a bit of a hard time finding time to go to the gym again. I used to be pretty good going to the gym at least four times a week. This was something I penciled into my schedule and made sure that I was doing this and prioritizing this. I would say in the last few months, I have not been prioritizing going to the gym at all. My membership is honestly kind of going to waste right now and my boyfriend called me out on it the other day and he kind of used a lot of like my my logic thinking kind of against me and I got very defensive and I started using those terms I'm too busy for the gym right now I told him do you see how much I have going on like I cannot find time to go to the gym and he's like ah, bup, 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 bup. you are not too busy you are just not prioritizing the gym and although I am a very busy person he was right. I am not prioritizing the gym as I did before. I have added more things to my plate in the last few months that maybe have substituted me going to the gym, but if I really wanted to, I would still make time for that and make that a priority. So what I've been trying to do is still find ways that I can incorporate movement into my everyday life with this current workload. And obviously, you know, once this class is over or once things kind of progress in terms of my brand and stuff, I'll have a little more time maybe to go back to my gym schedule. But for right now, I'm accommodating ways like going on a walk on the treadmill and actually bringing my tablet and doing work off my tablet while I'm on the treadmill. Um, this is kind of like a DIY walking pad or editing TikToks on my phone um, or doing emails off my phone, all of that. Even calls. I have taken some meetings um, in terms of content creating on the treadmill, walking or going on a walk. Um, I actually had a call this morning for a brand deal and I put in my headphones, um, was on the call and I went for a walk, walked around, got some Starbucks, all of that. And it worked out so great and again this is not going to work for everyone because so many people have different jobs where maybe they can't work remotely or whatever but these are just examples and hopefully you can find those gaps in your life to make time or double up tasks and see what you can kind of do at the same time that maybe you didn't even think of before because 
in your head it might be like okay i need a 30 minute walk that's 30 minutes and then i need 30 minutes to take this call why not put those together and then you have 30 minutes that you're doing the walk and the call and then you have an extra 30 minutes to do something else so obviously everyone has to structure it differently but that's just some of my tips that i have found really worked for me and hopefully they'll work for you as well okay next thing i want to talk about is delegation and this is one thing i heavily struggle with heavily struggle with um so i'm actually independent in terms of content creating um i'm completely like self-employed and i'm not under management i fully independent and other than editing this podcast and editing my youtube videos i do everything else i will get my mom to help me with like invoices and emails sometimes but other than youtube editing podcast editing and invoices everything else i do on my own I don't have an agent, I don't have a manager, I am full, like I wear all the hats if that makes sense and I do like it that way because I feel in control of my business and that is something I don't want to lose and makes me a little scared signing with someone which maybe will change in the future but I remember when I first started delegating my YouTube videos in terms of editing to my brother who now has been working for me for two years and it's been going great but at first it was really rocky because I was trying to replicate myself and I was trying to make him edit the way I would edit and I was like reviewing these videos and I'm like well I would have done it like this you know so you're doing it wrong. I think one thing that's important to realize if you do choose to delegate is delegate the tasks that you are okay with them maybe not being up to your, I don't want to say standard because I would say like the videos are up to my standard because I review them all, but delegate the tasks that you are okay not doing yourself and the tasks that maybe are the most time consuming or time bearing on you. And for me, that was editing. Editing YouTube videos took me so long and I realized if I want to work on other projects, I am unable to keep going at this rate and I'm unable to keep editing this many YouTube videos um, per week, this many YouTube videos per month. And that was the first thing that I actually handed off in terms of delegation because I was like, this will take a huge weight off of my shoulders in terms of content and it will allow me much more time to just film rather than thinking okay YouTube is taking me x amount of hours per week now I can just shorten that so much to just the filming and then not worry so much about the editing so I think consider delegation in your life and is there anything that you can you know have someone else do now there's a lot of things that you can't do right like in terms of like let's say like schoolwork, obviously you need to show up you need to be the one studying you need to be the one doing the exams all of that but then in those situations figure out ways to optimize the time it takes you so this is where i'd start how much time does x task take you and then you ask yourself can i optimize that and you might think right away no i can't optimize it it's already optimized enough this is just how much time this task takes me and let's kind of walk through this okay so let's say you are doing a new project for the first time let's say at work or you just learned a new concept in math class and you're doing an assignment whatever it is let's just try to apply this as as generally as possible so that it applies to as many of you listeners as possible so i'll give an example here let's say i was given a task at work when i started my internship and first off obviously you're learning it so you're like ah like i don't really know it's gonna take you longer to really pick it up so let's see Let's just say the first time I did X task took me four hours, okay? 
Now, the second time I did this task, let's say it took me three hours, okay? So I cut it down by an hour because now I'm a little more familiar, you know, I didn't have to like ask as many questions, I didn't have to stop to review like instructions as many times, I just like was able to do it. Now, let's say I've been doing this task, let's say for a month now, I've done 10 of these tasks already and I have been able to get it down to two hours that it takes me so I would say we've reached like a steady state of like it's not gonna cut down by very much it might go you know maybe an hour and a half two hours and a half but within that time frame that's how much it's taking me on average now that I've become very experienced at doing this task okay so um this could be like a task at work or like let's say for me like editing YouTube video or TikTok and obviously it's going to vary but just keep it as general as possible then i want you to really look okay is there any possible way that i can optimize this to actually make it faster and the way you're going to do this is you're going to look at that task and break it down into subtasks okay you're going to break it down into the steps that it takes you to make the completed product and you're going to start looking at those subtasks and looking at them individually and saying okay is the effort i'm putting into this subtask actually adding value to the end product and value add is something that a lot of people I don't think understand and it's something that I'm still learning a lot about because it's one thing that you do something because you think it's the right thing to do and you think you need to do it but is it actually adding value to anybody um, whether it's your company whether it's yourself and your work is this task that you are doing adding value think about it like when you are let's say studying for a test let's say you are someone who studies by practice like that's for me um when i'm studying subjects like math or science to me it's like practice i have to you know keep practicing those skills and those techniques to really excel at it memorization is not my strong suit so if i were to go about the studying by trying to memorize all these formulas and memorize all the different ways and processes to solve a certain problem it would be adding no value to my studying. It would just be adding time. So instead, I can look at it and be like, okay, actually, if I just understand these processes from the get-go and really learn to understand them rather than memorize them, it's actually going to add more value to my studying and probably save me on time too. So you have to think in the grand scheme of things, is this subtask really adding value? And when you think of value, think of it as cost, time strain on the work and even just the amount of time in comparison to the full task is it really actually helping you in any capacity so if it's not take it out change it and a lot of the times we rely on comfort and we sit in certain positions even though they're inefficient or they don't work because we are comfortable with them or we think it's the right thing to do and comfort is a very dangerous thing because we stay in comfort. We're a human, we like comfort. If it feels comfortable, we'll stick to it. That's just what it is. But you need to rattle it up, you know, shake it up and change it because this will actually allow you to be more efficient once you step outside of that box of comfort and try something different. So the best way to do this, I think, is try it out. What happens if you reduce that task? What happens if you take out that step? Will it impact that end result? Now, of course, there's certain situations where it definitely will and there's certain situations where it won't. Let's say for myself, when I started giving my brother my YouTube videos to edit, I was actually doing the raw edit myself and then I'd pass it on to him to do the actual full edit. So let's say a video took me one hour to raw edit and then I would give it to him and let's say it took him three hours to fully edit. 
instead now he does the full editing i just film it because we realized okay if he's going in and cutting through the video all, the whole video still it might only take him an extra 30 minutes to do a raw edit than it would take me an hour and then passing it on if he's already going through the full video so things like that figure out ways that you can reduce tasks if they're not really that needed if they're not actually adding value to the end result of your project and it won't be necessarily easy but i think that's one thing that a lot of people don't really think about when they are um, completing something because we, we work on autopilot right and we work on com like being comfortable I, i've already said this but when you've done something a million times you're like this is just the way i do it let's just keep going with it blah blah, blah. but you need to look at it with new eyes and i think that is also a great part of why working with other people is so important because fresh eyes will notice the things that maybe need to be changed um, i know when i came into my internship role as this project engineering role that i'm working at right now i took a lot of the processes and i was like this is so inefficient and i simply just asked my team i asked my manager can i change this and they were like yeah i don't see why not they're not changing anything like in terms of a regulatory like standard or anything that would really affect us as like a business so if you're able to cut down the time it takes you without cutting the value um, and without cutting the quality of the work go for it and i think that's the the big thing can you cut down the time without cutting the quality and i think you absolutely can in most cases you just have to really pinpoint what those items are and how you can create something of the same quality with less time and an example i and one thing i really like to tell people is sometimes 90 percent good is just as good as 100 percent good now what the heck do i mean by that so a great example of it is let's look at like gpa system in school and at least this is my university it might not be everyone's but at my university an a and an a plus are both a 4.0 gpa which is the highest gpa you can get at my university so let's say in a certain class an a plus is 100% and an A is 90%, both of which are a 4.0 GPA. So what matters in the end? What is your actual end goal in that class? Is it the percent or is it the GPA? It's the GPA. So if I'm aiming for a 4.0 GPA, do I need to aim for an A plus? Probably not. And if I am aiming for that A plus, it's probably because I'm putting more effort in and more time in just to get that A plus for a 4.0. So can I actually maybe reduce my study time and reduce how much time I'm spending on a course and just get an A instead and still get a 4.0? You know what I mean? Like you don't always have to put in 100% to still get 100% of the results. You know, sometimes you can put in 90% and still get 100% of the results in the end. So I think that's also a great thing that more people need to think about. And yeah, like I, I've definitely started realizing that a lot more especially as i've been working more and haven't had as much time for school as some classes honestly maybe even the a is not necessary you know maybe an a minus is necessary maybe a b plus is necessary for that class and you have to figure out what is necessary for you and maybe you know you're looking to do a master's degree or master's program then you might need that a in every single course and that is what your priority and your standard should be but maybe you don't need that. So why don't you reduce the time and effort you do from that? And then you can put that time and effort into something else that you want to boost up. So yeah, just, just think about that, you know, just really try to take that away and think of where you can apply that rule of like maybe 90% can actually give me 100% in your life and just see, just see what happens. Okay, I want to kind of shift 
a little bit and talk about something that I think definitely relates to productivity and that is stop doing what everyone else is doing. I think there's a lot of standards placed around what you should be doing and what's expected from you in society in terms of you should be, you know, going to university, you should be getting good grades, you should have like a solid job. And I think in this day and age, you should have like a side hustle or whatever, you should be working out like X amount of, I don't know, whatever it is, right? Like there's these standards that are placed on us. And I think while some of them have really good intentions and while even for myself, like I do all of those things, let's say, I think it's important to stop doing what everyone else is doing in terms of like, is this thing actually adding to your goal, to your goals in life? And it's kind of what I was saying before with the value add, right? So I remember looking at my content and I was like, okay, like I wish my content was more aesthetic. Maybe I can put more time into making it more aesthetic and making it look more, you know, appealing to the eye. And then I realized like, you know, I did, let's say a few of these videos and they did take me a bit longer because they just weren't within my style, you know, And then I was realizing like, but this is not even where I want my content to go. I don't want to be an aesthetic creator. That's just not my content. So why am I doing that? You know, and I was realizing I'm just trying to do that because I see everyone else doing it. And it's not actually something that is within my goal plan. So I think, think about what you are doing and is it something that you are truly trying to accomplish or are you just doing it because someone else is doing it or someone else told you to do it? And obviously, you know, take that advice with a grain of salt because there are some things in life that we just have to do because we have to do them. We may not like it. We have to do it. Like, you think I like studying for every exam I take? Absolutely not. Which younger Lavinia loved school so much. So it's crazy to say that. But like, absolutely not. I'm so sick of school, but I have to get it done. I know I want to get it done. So I have to get it done. I have to show up and, you know, um, do good on these tests. But like, that doesn't mean I have to go and take all these other courses or whatever that maybe some other people are doing just because they're doing it. So really, if you struggle with being influenced by what other people are doing, and I know I struggle with this and that's why I'm talking about it, try to focus on what your goals are and not just trying to pick up what everyone else is doing and say like, oh, I want to do that too because I saw whoever doing it, right? Like if you see, I don't know, like I see some people on social media that go to the gym at 4 a.m. or like, um, I have people in my life that go to the gym at 4 a.m. and I'm like, oh, like, I want to do that. Yeah, Lavinia, like, reel back in. You're not going to do that. You're not a 4 a.m. person. Maybe go at, like, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., you know what I mean? Like, bring it back to your life and what you can actually do because you're not going to be able to mold into everyone else's life and I think also in terms of that, I want to talk about how social media can play a role in this is because we look online and we see everyone is so productive. Everyone is doing so many amazing things. Everyone is reaching their goals, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's all a lie. It's all a lie. And yes, like people look at my content too and they're like, wow, like you are doing so good. You're like, your success is like, you know, really going places. I don't know. Right. And they're like, I'm so proud of you. You're doing all these amazing things. And it's like, yeah, I'm very grateful to be in the position I'm in. I think I've done a lot of cool things this year. And I think my career is definitely expanding and I'm, you know, working hard, but I have bad days. I have days where I don't feel successful. I have, you know, that imposter syndrome kind of take over and tell me that I'm not doing enough. So it's like, really try to realize that everything you see online is not exactly how it seems. You can take inspiration from it, but really just realize that person is still human and they're not 100% perfect. I, although I do run on this like super productive lifestyle, 
there are some days I do absolutely nothing because I'm tired and I don't want to do anything, you know, and I just have to suffer the consequences of it the next day and just work a little bit harder, right? So all of this I'm saying, like, I'm not going to be out here. What did Kim say where she was like, you just got to get up and work. Like, if you want to do something, you just got to get up and work. And although I do agree with that, if you want something in life, go and do it. Like, no one is stopping you except yourself. Literally, no one is stopping you except yourself. But I do also think there are things that come into play and can create boundaries, whether that's family or finances, right? Like, I would love to just go and create a makeup brand or skincare line like that and just have it on the shelves tomorrow. Yeah, I don't have the finances or the resources or the people, you know, to be able to do that. So it's going to take me a lot longer. It's going to take some barricades to, you know, it's going to take some like putting down some barricades and all of that. But I can still do that. I still have the power to do that. I don't think it's as easy as saying like just get up and work because a lot of people do work really hard and things don't just like come to them and I'm not saying that you know some people it just comes to them naturally but I'm saying that everyone has a path that they're on and it takes everyone work to get somewhere and whether it takes one year two years five years that's still work that you put in to get there and I think having a balance between being hard on yourself and you know discipline I was actually talking to a friend a while back and I was saying like I just don't feel motivated to do anything right now I don't feel motivated to do good in school I don't I just like was not feeling good and this was actually when I was on birth control and now we know why I was feeling that way but they actually said to me they're like it's not about motivation it's about um discipline and that really stuck with me because I realized, yeah, it's not about motivation. You're not going to be motivated every single day of the, the week. You're not going to be motivated every single day of the year. You're going to be motivated, let's say, two days out of the week, one day out of the week. The rest of it runs on discipline. So when you're not motivated, that discipline kicks in and says, you have to do this today. And I'm not saying it's going to be 100% perfect. You're going to have bad days. But we want to be, for the most part, where discipline takes over and just makes us do these things. And you're going to get in that pattern of, like, I just have to do this and it's just going to become the norm. But don't count on motivation because motivation is not going to be there. I think about it like going to the gym. I'm, like, 99.9% of the time not motivated to go to the gym. Once I'm there, I'm having a great time. Once I'm done my workout, I had a great time and I'm very happy I went. But getting there, waking up early in the morning to get there, not motivated. So, that is something I want to work on in terms of my discipline to go to the gym because I know I have discipline. I know I have the skills to get me there because I have so much discipline in the rest of my life and in terms of work and school and all of that. So I just need to try to apply that discipline to other aspects like going to the gym and maybe other things that I don't like as much. Um, cook, cooking more and meal prepping. I don't like that and I feel not motivated to do it, which means I just need to learn how to be more disciplined in those aspects of my life. Oh my gosh, I'm getting so like passionate about all this stuff because it's actually something I, I really like talking about and I feel like I don't get to talk about it all the time because, I don't know, it's just not really my niche but I am really enjoying talking about it and I hope maybe this is helpful to some people and I'm not just like rambling on and on but it's, it's complicated and it's not just like a one recipe to like success. I think success takes hard work, dedication, discipline, a sprinkle of motivation, a whole whole ton of confidence um, which also gets developed over time and knowing your priorities and setting them straight and also learning how to optimize your responsibilities in life and also figuring out what you're good at you know and it, it's not easy but figuring out the, the top things that you know you can say I'm really good at this and the rest of it I might not be that good at it so I might need 
someone else to step in and help me out with this, you know, because I don't have the time for it um, and I'd rather put my efforts into something else. And I'm grateful that I experienced working, you know, a nine to five working for someone, let's say, and also experiencing being self-employed, running off my own schedule, not having a structured like work life. Um, And I have both those things. I always say like I'm an engineer by day and like a content creator by night. And it's really interesting. It's given me a lot of perspective and I think the the most interesting thing is a lot of the people that I have come across in my like nine to five world it's that's work and that you know work ends and work is between this hour and this hour whereas for myself I don't really have that mentality because being self-employed as a content creator work is all the time work is 24 7 work is weekends work is evenings it does not matter work is my life um but I do think it's important to instill those boundaries in self-employment as well in terms of, you know what, I'm with friends right now. You know what, I'm with family right now. I'm on a date right now. Work is not now. You know what I mean? Um, and just having those boundaries of like putting your phone down because things can wait and things like, it's not the end of the world, especially like I hold myself to some standards sometimes where I'm like, I have to get this TikTok up or I have to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know what, Lavinia, you're not that important. Like, <laughs> um, no one's gonna like you know put in a police report missing person report if you don't post for one day like if you need that day to not post don't post and come back the next day stronger but I think having that kindness for yourself to take breaks when needed is really important because you're actually not going to be productive if you're running on low battery mode for the whole time and right now I'm actually in a place where I feel like I'm running a little bit on pilot mode I feel drained I feel like I'm just like chugging along you know dragging all this this weight behind me and I know I'm gonna need a break so I am going to really try these next few days to just take it easy I have a final Friday so I'm kind of grinding for that but then after that I'm gonna just try to take it a little bit easy give myself you know a couple chiller days not that I don't work at all because I I don't really have like many days where I don't do anything work related I always try to do a little bit of something each day but just having more of those like chiller days and allowing myself to rest allowing myself to sleep and making sure that I am ready to be more productive coming back because you may think if I'm running on this tight schedule of waking up at 4 a.m. every day and going to bed at 1 and being so productive every single day, that's going to burn out so quickly. That's not, that's not like manageable. It's not manageable at all. But being able to know when your body needs rest, know when you, you know, need to take a break is actually going to lead to more long lasting productivity in the long run. And I have learned my lesson, I think, far too many times this year because I kept getting sick. And then it was like completely stopping me from being at all productive because I couldn't record because I was like just so sick. Like I couldn't sit here talking and all of that. I couldn't go into work. Like it, it was just causing so many issues. So I learned I have to know when my body needs a rest because then I have that more prolonged productivity. Maybe I don't get as much done today, but if I get a good sleep tonight and, you know, stop working an hour earlier to get an hour more of sleep, I'll feel better tomorrow. And it will give me that more manageable long-term productivity rather than, you know, burning myself out right away. And I guess before I close this off, some of the things that I also want you to really consider in terms of your productivity are the other factors that go into it. Sleep is like number one, in my opinion. Prioritize your sleep over anything. Obviously, there's going to be some days where you're going to get less sleep. But I hope that the next day you, you know, try to plan out your day where you can get and catch up on that sleep because it's so crucially important to making sure that you can show up and be productive every day 
also knowing that not every day is going to be 100 percent. i actually saw a post on instagram today was which was interesting it was showing like seven bubbles and it was like what you think showing up looks like and it was like each bubble was perfectly colored in and then it was like what showing up every day actually looks like and one bubble was full one was like less full and so on and so forth so i think that's really the reality of it right like knowing that not every day is going to be like a linear thing and it's actually going to be up and down but it's like okay are you being productive in a long term you know over a longer span of time have i been productive this week have i been productive this month rather than looking at it like have i been productive today because you know it's a day you might have not been so be easier on yourself in that aspect of things but still have the discipline to kind of show up the next day if the day before you need a little more rest you know just find that balance and listen to what you need in that moment do i have any other final thoughts i feel like i have to make another podcast episode on productivity um, time management work business all of that i I really want to dive more into this aspect of things because i'm really passionate about it but today i really just wanted to spill all my thoughts out hopefully it wasn't just like an episode of me constantly rambling on i know i really talk fast i hope i hope you guys can understand me okay and let me know down below in the comments if you're watching on youtube if i think you you think i should slow down or whatever but i really enjoy talking to you guys i really enjoy you know sharing um things that i've learned and all of that and i would love to get your input on this as well how are you feeling how are you doing what are your kind of thoughts on productivity and all of that if you're watching on youtube let me know down below in the comments if you're on um instagram or tiktok shorts you can also you know comment on there follow me on instagram and tiktok at loud talk with lavi we have the youtube channel loud talk with lavi and then of course the audio version is on all streaming platforms apple spotify so on and so forth so i guess that's it for this episode guys um thank you so much for tuning into this episode of loud talk remember to stay loud stay beautiful stay confident and don't be afraid to just be loud about the topics that are important to you in this crazy world i hope you're having a fantastic day or night whenever you're listening in and remember to tell yourself something you love about your skin today And yeah, that's it for this episode of Loud Talk. I'll catch you guys next Sunday for episode 11. So excited. All right. Bye, guys.